At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Sports Betting Network. We get it started. Our week starts here on a Thursday. We take you into the weekend, of course, as we say hi. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the Vston Studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi, I checked the map yesterday, just so you know, I was yes, worried sir. about y'all. So I was checking the map, and I, and I saw where you. you where you live was missed, but certainly Ida did damage on Jersey and to New York, and it heads up to New yeah. England now. Crazy scenes there. Yeah, we were on the eastern edge of the storm, and thankfully uh, Ocean City, which is right on the coast, didn't get hit. But a lot of people in the middle of the state of the New Jersey and certainly in the Philadelphia area and going north to North Jersey did. So, you know, it was a lot of rain, Patrick. I mean, I was yeah. in Philadelphia yesterday afternoon and got out of it before it really hit. But there was a ton of rain. We had a tornado in New Jersey. So pray for those people. Certainly it wasn't as bad as what we've what the people in Louisiana experienced, but it was it – was, a powerful storm considering that it came all the way up through the Gulf. I mean, think about it. You know, it's just really remarkable. Yeah, and, though. you know, we pray for those people. But, yeah, we're up and going. We're Good. here. Good. We're excited about college football. We're excited about uh, – you know, the, the, what lies ahead this week, going back to the Borgata, seeing Thomas Gable hanging out. Everything's good. <laughs> and you've got Labor your Day weekend. We're going to labor on Labor Day weekend, aren't we? You've got your marching orders, of course, from one Bill Berman as we're putting together this. I already did it. I, oh. I already did that. Already I, already, I, I slipped that. In. That's already done. I put it in there. And, of course, I had to give it to him early because he's got a fantasy draft that he has to work on. So yep. I, it's not on my timetable. It's on his timetable, as you would know. You would understand Oh, that. of course. Uh, trust me. I get the, I get the text messages. Uh, and it did. That storm kind of hit. It, you know, it was almost not unexpected, but the amount, the voluminous amount of rain, which was unbelievable. And we do have news here to start you off, Michael. There, your state school, Rutgers, has postponed their game yeah. that was supposed to go off today at 3.30 my time, 6.30 your time. They're going to play that game on Saturday. 
Yeah, I mean, smart move. I mean, it's 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 dangerous up there. There's a ton of rain and flooding in North Jersey, and as you go through the upper, uh, through into New York State, and then through Connecticut. So, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it would have been great to have college football today. Great weather for college football too. Once the storm came through, Patrick, the weather just mm. got perfectly nice. I mean, it was now it's nice and cool and and comfortable, and the humidity has dissipated. So, you know, we'll see Rutgers on Saturday. Okay, so 28 games, now 27 games today. But, you know, last week with you sitting here next to me, that was the unofficial kickoff to college football. Tonight, we really get it going, Michael. We've got Mac, we've got the East-West leaders, Ball State, and, of course, Buffalo in the Mac in action tonight. You've got the Ohio State game up in in Minnesota, pardon me, and a very interesting game Michigan State and Northwestern. I'm fascinated by Northwestern this year because they lost everybody. And remember Hunter Johnson, who was the former five-star kid, Clemson, 2019, he was terrible back underneath center. And I thought it was going to be Holinsky, the transfer from South Carolina, playing quarterback for Northwestern. But no, it indeed is going to be Hunter Johnson. So the 23-year-old is going to be under center for a team that was great last year in the Big Ten and Northwestern. Yeah, I mean, but look, for Northwestern to win this game, you know, it's got to be about their defensive and offensive fronts. And and I think that both teams are similar in style in terms of how Mm -hmm. they want to play. But Northwestern at home is really, you know, they may not be the most skilled team, but they are better in the trenches. And I think ultimately that's where this game is going to go. And what's the over-under at 45? Uh, you know, I think that that's pretty tells you where these two teams are defensively. And Northwestern brings five starters back from their 2020 campaign. And, you know, so we'll see if they can hold up and play as good defensively as, as we think they can. The over at 47, I think the over probably in these games will hit a little bit at 47. 45 seems too low to me, Patrick. Yeah, and I jumped the gun. Of course, that's tomorrow. But the reason I brought it up is your boy Lombardi. Well, it's a, now it's up to 46. It's going up it's to 46. Up to 46. Yeah. That is going to be ugly. Uh, that is those two. The strengths of those two teams you mentioned, both up front offensively, that is going to be ugly. Uh, they have yet to name a starter there. Michigan State has yet to name a starter as far as uh, under center. Remember, Lombardi, your boy, transferred to Northern Illinois, I think it was, uh, away from that Rocky. program. My yeah, man Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. Is he at Northern Illinois now? Yeah, he's yeah. at Northern you know, Illinois. I, I, that's the other. You got to keep track of this. Like you know, we talk, you mentioned Buffalo, right? Yeah. Uh, the Buffalo game. And, you know, Buffalo, people would think at home, you know, Buffalo's really a talented team. They're one of the better teams in the MAC. Well, a lot of those kids transferred to Kansas. That's right. They went with their you coach. They went with their coach, Leipold. And so I don't know where that Buffalo program is right now. I think it's going to take a little bit of time to really let's take a look and peek at that, you know, and see where they are and how they're going to operate and perform before you just say, okay, they're really good. They got a lot of good young players. I'm not sure that's the case. Yeah. You know, when I was putting together the bottom 10 today, Patrick, you, you know, I was thinking about that. You know, Kansas is one of those teams that you want to put in the bottom 10, but I was a little reluctant because, A, I think Leipold's a really good coach, and, B, I think he got a bunch of good players to come in there when when they have to play some of the lesser teams on their schedule. Yeah, of course. We'll get to those Mac. We're going to focus on the Mac. We're going to go to the basement with Michael Lombardi, his bottom 10 all year, which I think is a really unique angle. Yeah, let's stop looking at these. Top, everybody talks about the top 10 in college football. That's There's no money to be made on the top 10. We can make you some money on the bottom 10. Why not? You know? <laughs> and, of course, the MAC. Of course, uh, Ball State won the. Ball State uh, beat Buffalo in Detroit, their MAC championship game. So we'll get to that coming up in just a little bit here. As of Bowling course, Green, let's just remember Bowling Green is one of our teams in the MAC that, we, that are going to be in the bottom 10. Bowling Green. So it's they're going to be they're, they're going to be hanging out with your boys. About the good teams, the good teams. But we're going to talk about Bowling Green quite a bit on this show. They're a bad team. We're going to talk about them. were they forty-five point dogs to Tennessee this week? Unbelievable. Uh, they'll be hanging out with our boys there in Akron, and we'll get to them coming up in just yeah. a little bit. All right. So we do get some college football. The news as we open it up here on a Thursday on the Lombardi Line. Temple Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers had jumped up to a fourteen and a half point favorite off the fourteen opener. That game has been moved now to Saturday. 
Saturday due to the weather and the flooding in the Northeast. So we'll keep you updated and we'll get back into the college football games coming up just a bit. But, you know, it's interesting. You and I spoke on the phone a couple of days ago, but we haven't officially gotten Michael Lombardi's take on the Lombardi line. I know you've been all over the place talking about Cam Newton and of yeah. course, but let me just say this. Well, that's because, right. Yeah. yeah. We haven't talked about, yeah. I was talking to Steph before the show. I was like, we have to get the official word from the dude on his show. And that is the Lombardi line. So Mac Jones is in. Now, let me just ask you this way. Does it surprise you? Because you know I was going to bet the over nine. They didn't adjust the juice at all. Here at the South Point, the number was nine and a half on the season win total for the Patriots, Michael. They hadn't adjusted the juice until I just pulled in the parking lot. They went from 110 to 135. So they went up a little bit, a quarter difference. So Mac Jones has made a little difference on the juice, but specifically the number has stayed the same. Nine, nine and a half at most books. And, but but didn't the game to, didn't the th- didn't the two and a half go to three in the in the line? Let me look here. Patrick. It is yes. They're uh, lane three hosting Miami week one. However, that yeah. number had been toggling. So there are a few, maybe it's now blanketed, Michael. But you're right. There were a couple two and a half still out there. So th- so my point is the impact of Mac Jones is kind of. Uh, echoes all through the betting lines, the overtotals for the wins and and the, and the opening game. And look, I, here's the way I would characterize it. First and foremost, you know, this was not about the vaccination because I think people are really wrong when they start thinking players are getting cut because of the vaccination. Do I think I, I, a backup player who plays in the kicking game who's a first-year player is competing with a rookie? And the rookie's vaccinated and the first-year player isn't, and they're both the same and they both do the same job, probably the rookie's going to win out. The vaccinated player's going to win out. I would suspect that. But when you're talking about these really good players, you know, they're hard to find. I don't think it has anything to do with the vaccination. I think the teams are frustrated that they're not vaccinated. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think you're going to lose your job. I don't think they're going to cut, you know, Trevor Lawrence because he didn't get vaccinated. I don't think they're going to cut a really good player. And I think Mac Jones just beat out Cam Newton. And then when you add in the layer, which, I, which I've said on this show numerous times, it was always going to come down to second-order thinking, right? It was always going to come down to not A or B. Max the starter, Cam's the starter. It was never going to happen that way. That's just not who Belichick is. He had second-order thinking in everything he does. So what, what occurred was is you can't take somebody of Cam Newton's persona and his ability to, to, to lead people and go from a four-star general and demote him to a corporal within the same army. You just can't do it. You just can't do that. It's just really, you have to understand the dynamics of the locker room. And I think the reason they made this move is because of the locker room, because they, the team felt Mac was the guy. I mean, Troy Brown's comment that he's never seen a rookie be a leader like this. You know, so they need to clear the deck for one voice. And it's hard to have two voices. And what does poor Cam do in that situation? He's a great teammate. You know, the, the whole, this whole notion that Cam wasn't reliable, that is such a crock. I can honestly say from my experience, from talking to people within the building, my son, anyone, that they all think the world of Cam. He's, there's, he wasn't unreliable. That's just really nonsense for anybody to put out there. That's just lies. The reality of Cam Newton was simply this. He wasn't good enough to beat out Mac Jones and to keep him as the backup, even though he's better than Brian Hoyer. We know he's a better player than Brian Hoyer. We know that. But the situation doesn't allow him to be the backup. And that's why second-order thinking was always going to take over. Yeah, you mentioned he's an alpha dog, and it's the best move right now would be specifically with a rookie. I don't know if – Mac Jones is affected by somebody looking over his shoulder, but there's no reason for it. I don't know if, again, we talked about the, the, the vaccine, whether or not this played into it, but you just said it right there just to reassert. Mac Jones beat out Cam Newton. That's the reason he's starting. Yeah, I, and the team knew it. I mean, I think the team knew it. When I was there before they were practicing against Philly, there was a sense that Mac was coming along. But there wasn't a sense that he was there. I think the Philly practices, then the New York practices, not because, not because Cam wasn't there, just because he got way more reps. The throw he makes, Patrick, the throw he makes in the, in the giant game, he throws a crossing route to Gunner, and Gunner drops it, okay? It was one of the best throws I've seen him make. It's one of the best throws I've seen a rookie quarterback make this summer. Let's make no mistake about it. We can listen to the propaganda coming out of San Francisco all we want. Trey Lance is not ready to be a starting quarterback. That's a fact. 
That, that's a fact. You can say whatever you want. He may be the starter week eight, maybe week 10. It may be next year. He may be a year away from being a year away. Thank you, Fran Frisella. However, that being said, Mac Jones is ready to play right now. It's pretty obvious on the tape. Just watch it. Just watch it. And don't tell me, well, he's playing with bat. No. He went to move the ball right down the field and the Giants started. They had, the, they had their backup offensive line against the Giants starters in the game and moved the ball down the field with ease. They charted uh, Mac Jones's throws. I mean, Steph, we're talking about this before the show in the preseason. He missed three or four throws. In practice, from what I understand, he didn't miss many more. I mean, this is just a guy that's ready, plug and play. He looks comfortable. He's stepping up in the pocket. And by the way, we can throw up the odds to win the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. Guess, look where he is, Michael. He's your second betting favorite on the board behind Lawrence. Mac Jones is 5-1. to one. Yeah, I mean, I would play that. I would play that. I, I don't see Justin Fields winning it because I don't think the Bears are going to be very good. You know, rookie of the year. I mean, obviously, Jamar Chase at 18 to 1, he was a hot commodity. I still like Najee Harris at 10 to 1, but I would take a shot at Mac Jones at 5 to, at five to 1. There's no doubt. Yeah, he's going to be on a 10 win team. So that's going to play into it. I say 10 win team because I'm going over nine. So just, just so I'm putting that juju out there. So, bless me, you. Patrick. Bless you. So. So the, now we take a look, and for betters, let's project. How does this affect or how does it change how the offense will be run? What will be done differently with Mac Jones under center? I'm looking at totals here. Well, I think what you're going to see is the Patriot older offense. You're not going to see the Brady offense. That's a little bit, uh, that's a whole other level. But you're going to see similarities to the Brady's offense. You're going to see him be able to, like he did in the Giant game, motion someone across, okay, set him. Now call a play. See, what happens to most of the time when you can play with some tempo, what, what you have to understand, when you play with tempo, it's not because you want to play fast. It's because you want to collect more data. You're collecting data. So when you, when you get up to the line and you make the defense set themselves and then you motion a guy across the formation and set him, now the offensive coordinator or the quarterback knows exactly what the coverage is and can predict it within a 99.0% accuracy. And then they call the play. The key to being successful in football in the NFL is to run the best play against that defense, not to run any play against that defense. And that's what they're able to do. Now, that's what they can do. They can play with tempo. They can play faster. It's one of the reasons why Trevor Lawrence, he's used to doing this at, at Clemson. But when they go into the huddle and call the play and then Lawrence doesn't have enough time, it becomes a little bit of a problem. And because Mac is used to doing this, I, I think it can, it can work. Hey, this is on the receivers now. The ball's going to be there. Kid's accurate. The yeah, act, yeah. That is never going to change. I don't know and if he's going to. Please. And we haven't seen him with, with Hunter Henry or, or Janu Smith. We haven't seen him with the two tight ends in the game. I, I, and an offensive line that can run block. We haven't seen him. We haven't seen that whole thing come together. And look, he's going to have his struggles. He's going to hit the wall. He's going to, I mean, it's not going to be all just roses, you know, but it's, but at least he shows the skill set that we all saw at Alabama. This wasn't a mistake. Like, he, you know, I mean, Mac Jones, unfortunately, he got condemned for that picture of him smoking the cigar with no shirt I, on. I and totally every, agree. I think that probably hurt, his, hurt him more than anything. I'm, the, all of a sudden, this has made me a Patriots fan. Your son's there, Steph's into it. I love Mac Jones. I hated the way that he was dragged on social during the draft. I just think he's looked, I mean, I haven't son, you know, Wilson, we've seen a little bit of. Lawrence looked great in week three. But Mac Jones has been consistent since he stepped in that building. And I, I know everybody's excited there up in New England about the rookie getting a start. Now, here's the question. Where will Cam, if anywhere, land next? We've got odds on the landing spots for Cam Newton. We'll get to those when we come back with Michael Lombardi. Then Vinny Maliulo is going to join us in studio. Of course, got college football tonight as well.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Actually, it's here tonight. We got it. It's betmgm.com or download the BetMGM app. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID. Open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere. Whatever your style, you got it at BetMGM. You're going to love it. Terms and conditions over at betmgm.com. 21 years or older. Physically located in Nevada. 1-800-522-4700 if you have a gambling problem. Hope you're having a great week. It is the Lombardi line. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. He and the family okay as the storm did miss. Went a little north. I was looking north uh, east of, uh, of where Michael is there. But a lot of people got pummeled. We hope you're doing okay. Water damage all over the place that has postponed Rutgers hosting Temple today, so that's going to be moved to Saturday. We'll get to the college football. Vinny Maliudo is going to join us in a second. We're talking about the Cam and Mac news. Michael, first we have to start with the Cam contract. Does it behoove him to play this year? Like, it's a weird situation where he got a bunch of money up front from the Patriots. How does this all work? Well, I mean, he's going to make 3-5, and if he goes somewhere else, I'm sure that gets offset. So uh, most contracts, not all, probably I would say 98% of them have offset clause language in them. So if you're due to make X amount of dollars and you've been guaranteed, unless it's been in the form of a signing bonus, right? If they gave it to them in the form of a signing bonus, and I'll tell you right now, uh, Patrick, if I they did. they because did. For, or it was very incentive-laden. It, it was all incentive-laden. Yeah, so it was a signing bonus. So he doesn't have to pay anything back. Whereas if you guarantee paragraph five and you go somewhere else, then whatever that guarantee gets offset. So, you know, he can make his three. He's made his three five. Okay. Someone will bring him in to pay him the million in paragraph five and see where he goes from there. 
Okay, so here are the odds for Cam's next team, and then you can tell me if any of this makes sense. Your betting favorites right now are the Cowboys and the Washington football team. I, I mean, again, there's more that's to ridiculous. it. There's, I think it's ridiculous. Go ahead and run with it. I mean, that's just, just people that just don't know. I mean, remember that these betting numbers are by people that actually think. I mean, Dallas just basically, you know, got their backup quarterback. They decided, you know, they they liked a guy. And they went ahead and, and claimed them off the waiver wire. And so, you know, and, and they did that. And, you know, I think that Will Greer, not that I think Will Greer was a great player, but they obviously felt Will Greer was better than, than Gardner Minshew. I mean, they knew both players were going to be available. Here's the thing that fans don't always understand. You know both players are available. They've been trying to trade Gardner Minshew since March. And you knew Carolina was going to cut Will Greer. So you, you were, they just decided to go with Will Greer on the waiver claim. So we'll see. Cooper Rush is the backup. I don't see it in Dallas. I really don't. I mean, I could see the idea. That one makes – Washington, no. I don't see that one at all. I mean, they've had him there. Remember, they had to go through the injuries. I'm not sure that's as good a working relationship as it appears on the surface. You know, the Colts, I don't see. Pittsburgh, no. Pittsburgh wants to go with their younger, cheaper players. The Texans, no chance. I don't see Miami. He's already been at the Panthers. You know, I think it's going to take an injury, Patrick. I think it's going to take an injury for him to get back to work. Washington, Rivera has had opportunities. He, he's always eschewed those opportunities, so I don't see that. They've got a quarterback room they're happy with, Heineke, Kyle Allen, and, of course, the starter. Yeah, they love Kyle Allen. They loved Kyle Allen when he was in they Carolina. Do. I mean, they, they love really him more do. than Cam. I know. It's, you're I mean, the right. problem with poor Cam is, is Cam is not the same Cam that we love, that we watched lead a team to 15-1. and one. He's not that same player. The, his body has taken a toll. It's not his fault. You know, bad shoulder, bad foot. I mean, all those things add up. Yeah, how about the Ravens? Huntley looked great in the preseason. I, I thought so too, Pat. That, that would be the one I would think of. You know, they had RG3 there last year. I think he, that would be the perfect place for him because it leads with the run game. It leads with the run game. I watched them yesterday against the, the Washington football team on tape in their final preseason game, and their offensive line looked like it was getting a little bit better. Lamar made a couple nice throws in that game. Washington didn't play their guys, so it's a hard game to evaluate. But, you know, and Hunley played good, but he was playing against guys that, you know, Washington was down to their seconds and thirds by the time he got in the game. Yeah, what that showed me, I watched that game, Michael, it showed me the difference in depth. Washington doesn't, they're top heavy and they're good across the board, but they're not very deep as opposed to the Ravens who can go pretty deep on you. I think the Ravens are pretty good. And, you know, when I was doing – so yesterday I, I posted this. I know we didn't want to get into this today, but, I mean, I, we can get into it later. Yeah, but please. I was I – post, I posted these things when you talked about the Ravens that spurred something on me. So I went through all these coaches. We have to go to break here? Yeah. I don't see well, Stephanie's hands up. Tease, tease us seconds. on it because yeah. I want to get to that. Tease us. Uh, coaches winning percentage in September. Okay. I saw you post it. It's brilliant. If you're a better, we're going to do that at the top of the hour. You have to have this information. We're coming back with Vinny next here at Lombardi Line. Perfect time to start planning your football contest strategy. And the VEASAN Pro Football Guide is a perfect way to start. Our VEASAN experts, they've won these major football contests around Vegas. So why not check it out? It's $19.99. You'd be insane not to get it. Also gives you insight on against the spread contests as well as survivor pools. Download the VEASAN NFL Guide today, $19.99. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Michael Lombardi, so we found a tweet from yesterday. I don't want to give it away because at the top of the hour, we're going to get into that. Michael did a bunch of research on those coaches that are successful in September to start the year in the NFL. You're not going to want to miss that. As we welcome you back here on a Thursday, we are joined, Michael, by our buddy from behind the book. The great one. Yeah, the great one, Vinny Maliulo. Hi, Vin. What's up, guys? Good to be with you. Chris Michael 
being in studio, though. Not, it was nice having here, the big guy here. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it was Loved nice it. having the big guy. You just said something that's interesting. You said something about my. You, you're keeping track of Miami, and the, you said bad vibes, which was interesting. Well, no, we were talking off air about the interest in the Patriots, right? When you start looking at the fact that, uh, for instance, uh, you know, during the course of the summer, uh, Patriots to uh, yeah, for the for the conference for. Uh, the Super Bowl, in terms of yes or no for the playoffs, in particular though regular season wins that we opened here nine and a half under, and now it's kind of been a steady stream of uh, we opened nine and a half under thirty, and now it's nine and a half over minus one thirty five. Yeah. So there's been a, but I think it's as as much about I think what people uh, people like what they see in the Patriots, guys. Uh, we know that the Bills are obviously in that division, but I, I think there's some. Uh, hesitation, uh, uh, ded, you know, uh, dedicated to uh, or directed towards Miami. I don't think that there's a lot of folks that have a lot of confidence in the Miami quarterback situation. So I'd like to hear what Michael's got to say about that. You know, you know, Vinny, it's funny you mentioned that. I watched it yesterday on the coaching tape, and you know, he had good numbers certainly in the in the preseason, and I think a lot of it is confidence. And I mean. You know, I think when when you study the tape, when you watch quarterbacks and evaluate quarterbacks, you kind of do it a little bit like NBA shooters, right? You Where does he like to throw the ball? Where does a guy like to take a shot? Is this a three-point shooter? Does he like it from the, free, from the, the, the paint? Does he want to do it from the elbow? Where does he like to – well, when you watch Tua, he likes to throw the ball short. He wants to throw it to the check down. He wants to get it out of his hand quickly. He's going to take the pass, and he wants to throw it in the middle of the field. Uh, he doesn't really want to throw the ball on the outside. He knows that's not his area of strength. And when you combine this with if you pressure him inside where he can't see, he will have some trouble. Atlanta tried to do that a little bit, and he moved in the pocket, broke a couple tackles, threw some check downs, and looked good, let him down the field. But I do think as this tape starts to declare itself, as guys start to formulate in their minds, how do I want to play Tua? How would I play Tua? You know, I got to pressure him inside. I got to, I got to jump on the, I got to jump on the underneath throws right away. Force him to hold the ball a little bit. Make him throw comebacks. Make him throw outs. Make him throw those throws. And I think it's a concern. The other concern I think when you watch Miami is where are they going to get the pass rush from, and can they cover? Can they cover? You know, and I, and, I, and I think those are two fundamentally hard questions to answer because, yes, Xavier and Howard can cover with the best of them, no doubt. But Byron Jones is going to struggle. Justin Coleman is going to struggle. Eric Rowe will struggle against these, these, these tight ends for New England. And so the game has to be one up front for Miami as the game has to be one up front for New England, too. So to me, that's why I think people are. I don't have faith that Tua over 17 games is going to be able to make all these throws. And the more wear and tear, you know, we talk about Gardner Minshew being a middle reliever. Well, Gardner Minshew actually looks bigger than Tua. Hmm. And their number similar to, obviously, the Patriots nine and a half. Are you... Where are you at on juice as far as the Dolphins' season win total? Uh, nine and a half uh, under. Yeah. So, so juiced up bit. to the under. Right. And don't forget these two teams play each other in week one. They do? Where they've laid two. Are you three? Two, two and a half, and now uh, uh, we're at three on this game. Two, uh, two Crimson Tide quarterbacks going head to head. That's a hot. Yeah, you, That's you nailed it. And, Michael, Vinny said bad vibes, and I think what he might be alluding to is you know, Stephen Ross, you and I discussed that, really wants, from what we understand, Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson, whereas Flores has to run a team. So he had a big quarter, he had a big meeting with his team yesterday and said, this is our quarterback, hip, hip, hooray, let's go. So he's got to back Tua. He's the head coach. Yeah, I mean, he has to, right? And look, here's the one thing we do know about Stephen Ross, and he's been on record as saying this, so I'm not making this up. When they broke, when they moved into their new facility, he said, I expect to go to Super Bowl rather quickly. He's not a man of much patience. Uh, he expects he's put his money where his mouth is. He's built an incredible facility. He's revamped Hard Rock Stadium. You know, he's changed a lot of things. I mean, he wants to go now. He wants to go now, and I, and I think that, I think that, you know, because of that, look, I, I, it's really wrong for anybody to suspect to say the Dolphins shouldn't have made it. You know, they're not interested in, in, in Deshaun Watson. They should be. They don't have a top five quarterback. They have an unproven quarterback. If they had just, if they would have drafted Justin Herbert, they wouldn't be interested in this guy. But they didn't. 
So they owe it to themselves as an organization to say, yeah, we're going to do our due diligence. And then poor Brian Flores, he's got to clean up the mess. But that's the reality. You know, it's like every house in your neighborhood's for sale. Some just don't have a phone, some just don't have a sign on it. <laughs> you know, you can knock on somebody's door and offer them whatever you want to offer them. By the way, the Dolphins nine over nine, not nine and a half, nine and a half. Oh, uh, we had, DraftKings had it at nine and a half. DraftKings at nine and a half. Yeah, but here here at Top One, it's uh, nine over thirty. You got to pay what to the over thirty. 30 cents? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. That's Vinny Maliulo. Thank you for clarifying. Um, we're going to get to the college football. Uh, a big night tonight. By the way, you saw, I'm sure, Temple Rutgers has been postponed to Saturday because of all that rain mm-hmm. up where you're from. Uh, but a big night of college football. Before we get to the college football, it, anything happening? I'm seeing, Michael, mostly Dallas-Tampa Bay, by the way, that Thursday night opener. Mostly seven and a halfs now. So it was eight. It's moving to where Michael had predicted. It's moving a little bit to Dallas. Are you sitting seven and a half to open up the season there in Tampa Bay? Seven and a half. Uh, the game did get uh, up to eight and a half at one point. Yeah. So, uh, again, they opened six and a half. And it was all about the Patriots all summer. Uh, up until this week, but now seven and a half and uh, 51 for the total, which is down one point. And uh, Buccaneers 380 plus 320 on the Cowboys for the money line. I think Michael predicted we might see a seven here. Is that? I think it's. I mean, we're still. I mean, on my board, Vinny, I, I got 51 percent of the money's coming in on the Cowboys, 49 on the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, again, you know, Michael. Sometimes. You know, that, that, that can be deceiving in terms of ticket count, in terms of money, because all it takes is one ticket, one bet to, to put you back. Yep. Uh, Moving you know, either, either, you know, put in, in, in line or put in, uh, uh, you know, balance or whatever the case may be. So um, let's remember this, though. Again, the, these numbers have moved quite a bit, but still 80% of the money's to come. College football, game. when we come back, Boise State, Central Florida, that's going to be a track meet. Let's get into it. Vinny Maliulo's in studios, the Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Summer's heating up. So is the sports betting action at BetMGM. You sign up now using the bonus code VSIN1000. Your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Doesn't get better than that. You can go MLS, Major League Soccer, MLB, of course, Major League Baseball, and more from around the globe. When you register with BetMGM, first bet, VSIN1000, risk-free up to $1,000. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com. Enter the bonus code VSIN1000. Terms and conditions, 1-800-GAMBLER. You got an issue. VSIN. The Sports Betting Network, Lombardi Line. So, we were just discussing, I want to get to the college as we welcome you back. Patrick Maher, of course, Vinny Maliulo, and Michael Lombardi. The, so, remember, Michael, who you've been kind of yes. high on Pittsburgh lately. Check this out. So, remember Pittsburgh Buffalo got up to 7.5. We've seen that number yeah. pulled back. I don't see a seven on the board. I'm seeing all six and a half. As a matter of fact, if any yeah. can explain, he dropped it all the way down to six here at the South Point. Well, we had a, a gentleman come in a few days ago, and where we were sitting at uh, at seven, he, he took the, the Steelers for a hundred thousand. Also, one ten to win a hundred, uh, get back two ten, uh, taking taking the seven. And so, I, and I think what what. I know we look at it from our side of the counter, and betters are, are going to do the same uh, just as, as part of an exercise is looking at teams, how they, they – not just their record in the preseason, but how did they look in the preseason. And the Steelers, they played some regulars. Roethlisberger played one game, um, and he looked okay, uh, uh, got some series in. Um, the, the thought process is that the offensive line should be better. Their defense is good. So, okay. Um, did the Bills look at, the Bills scored a lot of points, but are you really thinking that it, you know they're seven-point favorites in week one? Maybe not so. Um, the other game that you, 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 you got to look at and say the, the, the Jaguars, and remember that big line move, that like eight-point line move and, or more in some places yeah. against the Browns in that one game, and they got, they got, they got annihilated. Uh, who played their regulars? Who didn't? How much did they play? Do we really think that the Jaguars are a three-point road favorite in week one against, against Dallas? Don't be surprised if Dallas gets some play. I'm sorry, Houston uh, gets some play in, in week one. So what were the records, and how did they look with those records? The Cowboys 0-4. Cowboys did not look particularly good. Uh, you know, zero uh, and four. So there's, but there's there's a move to the Cowboys. Why? Because they did not uh, play any of their regulars. Right? No, no, no Dak Prescott for the entire preseason. And so uh, that's what folks are evaluating right now when it looks uh, when you start to look at these Week One matchups. Well, specifically, Michael, that the Steelers. You you had called that. That that dude came in and bet the seven. He was betting the number because he knew it was going to dip. Yeah. And now it's six. Yeah, I mean, I think that's right. I think there's no doubt he was playing numbers, and I think it's a good number to play. I went back through, and I don't know, Vinny, if you do this, but I went back through, and based on the end of the season, not counting playoffs, Mm -hmm. I went back through and set my power rankings from last year. And then use those power rankings to come up with if this was week 8, 17 of the season, what would they, if we were still in 2020, what would these lines look like? And, you know, and then you have to weigh in how much changes to the team and where that number really right. is. And this is a game where, you know, on the surface, I had it as, as Buffalo would be favored by a half a point, not counting that we're going to have home field advantage. So I think that line would go up to th- maybe say two and a half. I don't think it would get to three on my board. So I guess the question is, is Pittsburgh really a four point worse team than they were last year? Well, I think, and I think yeah. that guy answered the question. Yeah. I think that guy answered the question. No, there's no no doubt about it. That's what folks. Now let's let's face Pittsburgh. It, it figures to be better this year than they were at the end of last year, right? So, and I, and again, it's week one as well. So, um, you know, how are teams uh, gonna? You know, how are they gonna start? How are they? How are they gonna come out? You know, uh, come out uh, right from the jump. We know the Bills are gonna be able to score points, right? And they're gonna press, press, press. The Steelers. I think the sentiment is that their offensive line is probably gonna be better, which uh, would make for a, a better running game and try to uh, keep you know uh, certainly closer. But 
it's not no real shock that uh, you, you saw support at plus seven. There were seven and a halves out there. But you, you hit on a key point, Michael. Professional betters, they don't bet teams. They're just betting the They number. bet numbers. Yeah. And, and obviously the number being, yeah. you know, a key number of seven. Uh, that was uh, that was certainly uh, what uh, ignited it, and we're happy to do it. I mean, we opened the game six, and they laid six and six and a half initially. I'm not laying anything on the road week one. So we were talking, Michael, remember Minnesota going to Cincinnati, and I just said I'm not laying on the road with a team. The, 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 the insane one that we were just discussing during the break is laying on the road with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, and so can you talk yeah. about this number? Yeah, I mean, the Jags – uh, uh, again, opened in, in Houston. We know that Houston's got a lot of problems, right? And so uh, w- when you look at this game and you say, well, it's still it's still Jacksonville. There's a lot of love and, you know, with, with the whole Urban Meyer situation and, uh, you know, all their draft picks. We know what Etienne is, is done, but he was still going to be a rookie. Um, Look, it's still a rookie quarterback on the road yes. against a veteran a veteran quarterback at home here. The game opened two and a half, by the way, and they laid three. So I think uh, anybody looking to bet the Texans is probably looking to see if it goes higher. And if a three is an automatic, a three and a half is an automatic take. So I think that that'll that'll come. There'll be Texans money in this game, uh, but Trevor Lawrence, uh, you know, I mean, he's. Urban Meyer's talking about how how happy he is with him, and they got rid of Minshew, but. I got to tell you, this—it's uh, not like they have a great offensive line, and uh, it's. Do, do we really look at the Jags' win record, uh, win total at six and a half? <laughs> well, I mean, do is... we think that this team is five no. games better well, than ask, last let's year? Let's ask Michael because I know? guarantee he doesn't think they're a seven-win I team. I don't. I mean, I, I watched them. I know. I know Amal. You know who follows us here on our show with the nuts and Mike Palm. I know he's. Going to follow his on his circuit on his survivor picks. He's just going to pick the teams Houston's playing. I think this is risky in Week One. I really do. I I, I think I, I think there's a strong case you can make to pick Detroit's opponents. I think there's a strong case you can make perhaps to pick the the the, the Houston opponents maybe later, but I think you want to get a look at them. I don't think they're going to be a five-win team, but I don't think they're. I think this is going to be a close game. So, you know, and I think Jacksonville is going to be part of a lot of survivor picks as well. Yeah. So you say, you know, the obvious question is, well, Vinny, why did you hang him six and a half if you don't yeah, think ben. that? Well, good question, Patrick. Thank you. Um, it's, it's anticipation. Mm-hmm. And by the way, they, it's not like they've pounded the, the under on it. You, you've got to watch how people are betting futures and, uh, because that's what you put up before. Uh, you watch the draft and you look at people's reaction to certain things. So from our side of the counter, there's do, uh, certainly an element of anticipation. And, and so far, it's... Uh, that's been accurate in that, but I mean, just from from a you know from a, a week one standpoint alone, I mean, uh, I know we'll get Texans money. Okay, can I ask you because some standout games tonight, college football. One, two group of five standouts, Michael. Two quarterbacks returning in Bachmeyer, Boise State, and Dylan Gabriel, Central Florida. Two new coaches, of course, in, uh, but this. A long way to do a New Year's Six, this game right here. And the reason I bring it up is I wanted to ask you about the total. Total track meet here, two teams that can light it up. Where are you sitting on the side in total? Boise State at Central Florida tonight. Right now, Central Florida uh, up two points to six and a half. So four and a half on the opener, six and a half now. 68 and a half uh, on the total. And I, I think we're, we're going to continue to see over. I believe so, you know, yes. I mean, folks, you know, particularly general public, loves to bet points. And... Uh, uh, root for points, and I think they're going to continue to do so in this game. But uh, Central Florida, uh, Gus Malzahn. Uncle no. Gus, the Gus bus right? is back. Gus, He's, Gussie. Uh, getting uh, getting He's the back. support. Uncle, Uncle Gussie, we know nothing about the coordinator that's going to re- remember. Harson's now in, at Auburn. He had been there for a long time at Boise State. In comes the new head coach. But we do know the offenses are going to be led by veteran quarterbacks and should be able to light it up. That's going to be a shootout, Michael. I would think so, you know, but I, I mean, I'm a little bit, what is, what will the Gussie, will the Gussie throw it? Will he throw it like he can down there? Or is he going <laughs> to run his unbalanced power? I mean, I can't wait to watch it. Like, I, I'm a little bit, I'm never sold that Gussie's going to put 40 on. I think Bachmeyer's really good. Yes, you know, he is. And I think Bachmeyer will throw the ball effectively against them. And, you know, and I could see how, you know, but I, Gussie's got to win this with just, just over, just dominating the team that he's, you know, he's got to win it with his domination of his front because I don't see him being able, his passing game, is not going to be dazzling anybody, whether it's at Central Florida or whether it's at uh, Auburn. Fair. 
How about Ohio State, Minnesota, Vin? Uh, you've got C.J. Stroud, the redshirt freshman, mm-hmm. starting for Ohio State. Tanner Morgan's back from Minnesota, fifth-year senior, so there's some experience there. Ibrahim's back in the backfield for Minnesota as well. Ohio State, four in the country. What do you got? 14. Uh, 13 on the opener. Uh, they laid the 13. We got the 14 previously, you know, a couple of weeks ago uh, here at South Point, and they did take it. So, um, but no real shock, I think, that uh, Ohio State's getting the betting attention here. Um, five o'clock start. I kind of wish these games were a bit more staggered. They're too. not staggered is a good no. point. I, I mean, yes. uh, four, you know, between uh, uh, 3.30, I'm sorry, four, th- uh, 4 o'clock and then uh, 5.30, it, you know, staggering because, and not necessarily, you know, from a, you know, a, an hour or more, but, you know, or two hours, but still, I mean, uh, uh, you could spread it out a little bit more. I think it would uh, would help the handle. But the fact of the matter is, they're all uh, they're all this uh, this evening, and it's a slower baseball schedule too. But the folks, are, you, you can see, even with the painting and wallpapering going on behind us, uh, in the restricted <laughs> space, folks are lined up, and they're also betting uh, quite a bit on the apps as well. They're at 14, Michael. Ohio State laying it at Minnesota. Total up to 62 and a half. You know, with Tanner Morgan, I mean, and their offensive fronts back. I mean, their yes. skill players are the ones that are, you know, losing Bateman. You know, where are they with their skill players? And then the uncertainty. But the one thing I do know is mostly Ohio State games go over. Four of the last five have gone over. So, you know, what's it at 63? Is it 63, 64? And now? Minnesota's defense was horrible last year. Yeah. That's that's what yeah. needs to improve. 62 and a half. Michael, believe it or not, there were uh, we, we actually had 64 and a half. They bet this game under initially, but I suspect there'll be some uh, over money coming and think about Ohio State yeah. they get Olave back they get Wilson back outside they get Master Teague they get Mayan Williams Stroud they love the kid from California so uh, it's the uh, offense is going to score a tough matchup for Minnesota I don't care that they're playing in Minnesota or not I mean it's a tough matchup for them the, bat- the betters agree as it's hit that key number of 14 uh, Vinny Maliulo it's going to be a long football season as always, my friend, I wish you the very best. Oh, you're so sincere. Thanks, Vinny. Take care, guys. I, I, Good I to do, be with I you. I do the Hail Marys for you. <laughs> I love the new backdrop, Vinny. Is it, is it you and your office? Are you next to him? I love the new it's, backdrop. It's called paint sheet. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm right next to Maher right now, but uh, I've got a brighter light. Coaches in September, <laughs> NFL next here at Lombardi Line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.